it is a duty of a father and mother to arrange for the marriage of their sons and daughters that is the obligation in vedic society sons and daughters should not be allowed freedom to intermingle with the opposite sex unless they are married this vedic social organization is very good in that it stops the promulgation of illicit sex life or varna shankara which appears under different names in this present day unfortunately in this age although the father and mother are anxious to get their children married the children refuse to get married by the arrangement of the parents consequently the number of varna shankara has increased throughout the world under different names om agyana timirandasya
So some or other you should do certain kind of sense gratificatory activity, but you should not be entailed for the reaction of it. So that is, you know, like for example, if you see there are a lot of drug tests, there are a lot of, you know, liquor tests in the road. People want to drink and take drugs, but they don't want to get caught to the police. Or people want to enjoy, but they don't want to get some disease. Or people want to enjoy, you know, so that they can escape their hangover. You know, like they want to drink all night and the next day they don't want to get hangover and they want the remedy for that. They want to, you know, somewhat, somewhat, they're trying to find a solution to enjoy but then create more problem actually. That's what Bhagavatam says that if you're trying to find solution for a material problem, that's going to increase more problem for your solution. So if in this purport, if you see, uh, same, you know, if you see the first section about everyone should marry. According to the Vedic system, everyone should marry. So we have this dilemma that like, you know, everyone should become a brahmachari and every mantaji should get married also. Right? So, in, in this, you know, if you see the same um, section similar to that was discussed in Bhagavad Gita, first chapter, if you see Arjuna. Arjuna doesn't want to perform his duty. And he quotes that he, he will be entitled for sinful reaction. And he doesn't want to do this because his concern is how can I kill my elders even if I'm thinking of having an argument with the elders is problem. Because he is going to face Bhishma and Drona, the Guru and the grandfather. How can I kill the elders in the family then, you know, even I don't want to speak, you know, against them. How can I kill? Because if I kill them, so what happened? The elders in the family are removed. Then there is no protection or shelter for the vulnerable category of women and children. They need to be protected and sheltered. And they can be, you know, lose mixing. And there will be a lot of Varna Shankara. So his concern, his, his, his thinking is that if a man act irreligiously in the society, then the woman also follow. You guys didn't do properly. You just go on spree and killing the elders. Why we have to follow the religious activity? Then we'll also follow your religious path because you're setting an example. So this is a concern, you know. But the main point of Arjuna is that he is afraid of his own sinful reaction by performing this activity. But then, you know, if you see, even Mahaprabhu, you know, if you see, he also performed this activity, like, you know, offering Pinda to his father. He went to Gaya to offer his Pinda. And Krishna also says in Bhagavad Gita that, you know, I doesn't belong to any of this Varna, but I am a Kshatriya. And then he gives the example of Janak Maharaj. Janak Maharaj, he performed, he perfected his life by performing his duty. He is a Mahajan. He perfected his duty. So then, they, are, they talk about two types of duty. Dharma, Swadharma. One is, which is, comes to Varnashram Dharma. And then comes to spiritual Dharma. That is, you are a servant of Krishna. As long as one is in that platform where he is completely, you know, acting on the platform of Krishna consciousness, one has to follow Varnashram Dharma. Because Varnashram Dharma is created in the society so that it form a good population. 
the Prabhupada writes in the first part in, uh, I think, text 40 of Bhagavad the first chapter, that good population means there is going to be peace, spiritual progression and happiness. You cannot, you know, uh, you cannot expect a kind of happiness and spiritual environment in the society of cats and dogs. If there is a, a society where cats and dogs, there is going to be fight. You cannot expect some kind of harmony in that society. So to form a good society, then we need to follow Varnashram Dharma. So Krishna is giving, you know, even though I don't, you know, I only created this four Varnan Ashrama, Chaturvarnya, Maya system. Well, in my system, I created this Varnashram Dharma. I don't belong to this Varnashram, but still I have to perform my duty. Why? Why Krishna has to follow the codes of Kshatriya? From Bhagavad Gita, what is the answer? Why Krishna has to follow? Because Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. Does he belong to any Varna Nasham? Krishna doesn't belong to any material, you know, can you, can you bring down Krishna to any material platform? No. Krishna is, you know, self, you know, he is Satchitananda, he is totally spiritual, right? He is appearing by his own internal potential. That's what Krishna said in 4th chapter, 6th verse. Or he's saying, I born, I'm unborn, but I come down Atma Maya with my own energy. I come as it is. You cannot, you know, fools derive when I come in human form. But Krishna is saying, I'm, I know, I act as a Kshatriya. So why is Krishna is acting? Ah, that's why. What is the verse? Ah, whatever the great person perform, the common people has to follow. So here, you know. The duty or you know the, the performance of pinda or the performance of marriage, you know, if you see, these are all ceremonies. Yeah. Like we had this before this verse, we talk about the Garbodhakan ceremony, right? There are 16 samskaras in the, you know, from a person who is born from womb to the tomb, there are so many ceremonies are there. Like Garbodhan ceremony, then you know, Vivala, this is Vivala ceremony, then Pindakar ceremony, so many ceremonies are there. If we don't understand the spirit of a ceremony, it will remain just a ritual. You'll get dried out, you'll get bored, and eventually it will fade out. In a, you know, you can do because you are, you know, have kind of certain relationship and respect to the elders, and you want to do. But then, if your coming generation, if your child, if you ask your child to do, he may not or she may not do it because he he, he find doesn't any connection or any understanding of why am I doing, what am I doing. It just become a ritual and then it just fade out. Why I have to do this? No, you have to do it. No, but why? Because if you don't understand the spirit behind the rituals, or the spirit, why am I doing this pinta? Why the person is called putra? Because that person in a boy who is born in a child, is called putra because the, there, is a, there is a hell called pu, where the forefathers are there. Uh, the forefathers are, may not get a gross body. The forefathers are suffering because they are lingering here and there with a subtle body. And they are suffering in this hell. And by offering this pinda to Vishnu, everything has to be offered to Vishnu. Third chapter, Bhagavad Gita. Egya has to be performed so that the Vishnu is satisfied. If you don't offer to Vishnu and eat anything which is not offered to Vishnu, that is verily sin. We need to perform Yajya to the satisfaction of Vishnu and that Vishnu, Mahaprasad, is offered to the forefathers 
and that way you can liberate the forefathers from that hell called Pu. So then you are called Putra. Iti Trayate Putra. You are delivering the forefathers from that hell. That's why you are called Putra and that's why you have to do this Pinda, Pindaka ceremony. But as a devotee, you don't have to do this. Prabhupada writes in the Purport of saying Bhagavad Gita. Devotional, this does not apply to devotees because by performing devotional activities, you are no more obliged to any forefathers, any demigods, anyone elders. So the classic example is that, you know, uh, Brahma is asking four Kumaras to get married, right? Here you see four Kumaras, they are not want to get married. So one may say, this is against the Vedic system, going against the words of elders, especially father. Because, you know, you can see, there is another episode that, you know, Brahma is asking Swayambhomanu or uh, another uh, son, you know, he is saying, yes, father, I will do it. So Prabhupada glorifies that because, you know, son is following the words of a father, elder person. But here if you see four Kumaras are not ready to oblige to get married. But here you see the Vedic system everyone should get married. Now, how is it possible? Because then Prabhupada also says Narayana Parayana. That means one person who is serving the Lord, who is serving the Vishnu or who is serving the Krishna, he is not obliged. In the you know, same verse, 11th canto, 5th chapter, 41 verse. You know, it's a no, no obligation verse. Anyone have system access? I can read that verse. 
we cannot be you know a supplier or a, you know giver of things and supply things for all the living entities we don't have the capacity we can but certain limit but we have some limitation we are we, we are very anu fundamentally we are same with krishna we are the same conscious you know everything but functionally we cannot match up with krishna because krishna is big krishna is the bhagavan he is the possessor of all opulences right and he is a supplier he is a well-wisher and by satisfying all the yajna all the tapasya all the austerity everything has to be offered to him because he is yogeshwar so he can take care of everyone so by serving him so then we can see that we are not obliged to do this but from bhagavad gita we should do because we need to set an example so as a devotee one may say i am not enter i am i am not going to do this duty again we will fall to the trap of arjuna arjuna is saying why i have to kill these people why i have to do this duty i will go to hell i'm happy to become a beggar i don't want to do the duty of kshatriya i'm happy to change my duty and go to the forest and become a beggar then krishna is saying in the second chapter verse 31 to 38 that section you know he's talking about the duty krishna is saying arjuna you thinking that by not doing duty you will go to hell but according to the code of kshatriya if you are not doing the duty you will go to hell if you if you don't do your duty he is thinking if i do this activity if i kill these people because of the simple reaction i will go to hell but then krishna is saying you are a kshatriya by not doing your duty you will go to hell and what is the what is the problem with kshatriya if he leaves the body in the battlefield anyway you lack in the heavenly planet because he is doing the duty and you are not doing bad because you are giving a, if you consider okay fine they are not the soul they are the body you are not you know helping them to get a new body right bhishma and drona they are in a whole body you are helping them to get a new body and by doing the duty you are just acting the code and that's what we wanted that you will go to the heavenly planet and you enjoy so you don't have to worry so but then you know we we have to follow varnashram dharma as duty as long as we are in the material world there is certain kind of varna there is certain kind of ashram because why because that will progressively that will guide us to take shelter of krishna completely so you know this example of getting married here we see that he is puranjana not only he is entitled for himself but he is making arrangement for the sex life of his sons and daughter is a purpose he is making arrangement and he what is doing the son has to get married to a qualified wife and the daughter has to marry to a qualified son this 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 is a, like you know this has been you know totally forgotten now what is the criteria a son has to marry to a married to a rich daughter and daughter has to marry to a foreign son <laughs> or wealthy son or who is earning more but bhagavatam if you see the daughter so i know if you see you know daughter of swayam bhavanu devahuti swayam bhavanu is the king he is the emperor of this 
and the only the princess Devaguti got married to who? To Kardama. What he has? He has some roots and herbs and you know, covered with the bark and he's in the forest. He's a sage. But what is the qualification? Qualification is that he is self-controlled. He is a sadhu. He is tolerant. He is as devotion to the Supreme. That quality, if you see, the first quality is that he has devotion to the Supreme Person in God. This is the first quality. When you, when you see that the quality of a devotee, that is devotion to the Supreme Person of God, and then secondly, he surrendered to the spiritual master. So if you see, he is a qualified, he married to a, a qualified person. But in Kaliuga, what is the quality they should look for? How much you are earning? How much you know money you have security? How much you know you have you know degree? How much is, you know these the, these things are required, but this is not the main. How is his character? What are his good values? How can you see good values in people? When Bhagavatam says you cannot see any good quality in people who are not practicing any devotional service or devotional practice. One who performs devotional service, all the good qualities of the demigod manifest in that person. Right? You will not find good qualities in a person who is not performing any devotional activities. And then in the other hand, if you see, the daughter is married to a qualified person. This is a beautiful pastime, Daksha Yajna. If you read that pastime, Sati was married to Shiva, but the, the father was not happy with that marriage. Brahma got married his son, you know, Shiva to Sati. Because Brahma saw the quality of Shiva. What is the quality of Shiva? Quality of Shiva is that even, you know, if you see, there are, you know, you see bad in others. This is the, like, first category. That you see a person, you see bad qualities highlighted. This should not be practiced. But, you know, most of the time it is, you know, like normal. You see bad. Like you see a bad thought in, a, in the moon or something. Then you see bad and good. You see some bad qualities and then you see some good qualities. Then third stage is you only see good qualities. And Shiva is different category. Shiva is, he will see good in bad quality. That is Shiva. Not only see good quality, he will see good quality even in a person like Daksha, who is fully bad. That is Shiva. But what is Daksha's arrangement? Daksha is thinking, he is just my son in law. He is junior to me. And he don't know how to give respect to elders like me. I am his father in law. I am walking into this arena and he is just sitting like a dumb. And see his you know, eyes. See my eyes of my daughter. He is like a deer cub. He is saying, my, eyes, my daughter's eyes are like deer cub. And see the you know, face. He is comparing you know, Shiva to a monkey. And he's seeing what is kind of person. He's wearing all the ashes. He's sitting in the criminal. What kind of girl? And see his associates. He is completely cannot see the 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 quality. Vaishnava Meta Sambhu. He is the greatest of the all Vaishnavas. He is always meditating. He is so compassionate to the living entities. He has drunk the poison. You know, so compassionate. He cannot see that. But Brahma saw that quality. Brahma got married. You know, Sati too, because you know, Daksha cannot reject his father, Brahma is Brahma is a great person. Because of this Brahma, 
He said, because of this Brahma, I got my daughter married to Shiva, but I am not interested in this. Right? See, that's what, you know, the great devotee, they got married to a daughter and son to a qualified person. And so you see the consequence of that. He couldn't able to see, Daksha couldn't able to see the quality of Shiva. And we know the whole pastime of that. How, you know, Daksha cursed Shiva, Shiva, then, you know, Shiva walked away. Even that, you know, is amazing that Daksha, you know, abusing and cursing and he walked. But Shiva didn't even open a single word. He just walked, you know, this, anything, you know, this environment, these circumstances is all bad. It's simple is, you know, silent. Silence, what is the definition of silence? You know, Prabhupada said, silence means you speak about Krishna. Not that we be quiet. We are not Mauni Babas. Right? We just be quiet and, you know, silent, don't speak, you know, nothing. No, silence means you speak about Krishna. That is silence. That means you are not speaking about mundane activities and prajalpa. You speak about Krishna. You get a chance, you glorify Krishna. You get an opportunity, glorify devotees. This is what silence is. Real silence means that you glorify devotees, you glorify Krishna, you glorify Srimad Bhagavatam, then it's silence. So then Shiva walked away from the arena. So you can see the quality here. He got married to a qualified sons and then daughter qualified, you know, wives to, for the sons and daughters to <coughs> sons. So we can see why. Because if you see, you know, I remember when I was working, there was an office party in the corporate and I was just standing and then, you know, I'm obliged to do social activity because he was in a corporate world. Then he was standing and then, you know, there were some few, few of my colleagues were there. And then uh, they were telling, oh, my, my two sons, you know, one of the person said, my two sons, well, one went to there, one here. And then other lady said, you know, yeah, one of my daughter also like this, you know, doing some. Then they asked me, so you have any children? I said, you know, I'm not married. Then they start laughing. I said, you don't have to get married to get children. That even child also know. <laughs> their, their, their idea is, you know, I'm not got married, I've got two children. I'm also not, not married, I've got three children. So their idea is that you can have children, no problem. Marriage, no. Wait. Because, you know, it's not time, it's not ready. Because why? Because they are fearful. If I get married and if I break up in six months and I have to give half of my money, I have to give my all those things what I have, and what if it doesn't work out? So if you see in my my friend circle or in the nowadays is growing, that marriage they marry and then three months they divorce, six months they divorce. They don't want to you know like it's love at the first sight and divorce at the first fight. They don't want to tolerate. When the two egos are coming together, they don't want to tolerate because they don't understand the purpose of marriage. They're thinking, okay, marriage, you know, what is, what is the point of marriage? I can get my own children, you can get my own children, I'm working, you're also working, I have my apartment, you're also have apartment. <laughs> Why to get married? Everything is available when I'm single. Why need to get married? 
because they don't understand how to raise a Krishna conscious family. They don't understand how to serve each other in, in their need of Krishna consciousness. They don't understand how one has to, you know, uh, reduce, if, because, you know, restricted sense gratitude, you know, regulated sense gratitude, regulation, discipline. They don't understand that. They want to, you know, be like an animal. Do whatever you want, wherever you want, whomever you want. They don't want to, you know, why, why to, you know, entangle in this kind of, you know, agreement, organized way of, you know, doing. So this is because they don't have understand, they don't unlock the spirit. It's not, you know, you think in the Western world, but it's happening even in, in a cultural family. Why to be like that? Why to, you know, serve each other? Why to be humble? Good qualities are missing. What is in it for me? How I can enjoy? I am here, I have to make a mark. So this is a civilization, this is what, you know, pumping. That everyone taught, you need to, you know, be yourself, be independent. So here, see, the Prabhupada saying that even a parent, out of his own duty, arrange a marriage, children doesn't want to do it. Children doesn't want to do it. They want to, they, they want to find their own, or they don't want to do it itself. The same with like, you know, we can examine, this is our, this, this is what happened in, with Krishna as well. When Krishna wants to do some arrangement for us, He wants to make some arrangement for our well-being. He wants to, you know, make us, you know, very good family, one family. But we don't want to be with Krishna. We want to be separate. I will find my way. I want to be a leader. Because, you know, there is no leadership problem in spiritual world because there is only one leader. No, no, I will find my own way. Just leave me alone. And Krishna said, what? Okay, fine. You go to material world. There's the purpose of creation of this material world because we want to act independently. We want to come separate from Krishna. So we can see that quality manifesting. As a jiva here, you know, the parents are trying to organize a match or trying to organize a marriage, but they don't want to do it because they don't have any knowledge of why the ceremony is conducted. They don't have any knowledge of spiritual dimension. So how they will sustain? Because, you know, previously, even if the marriage, you know, the person is not agreeing or not working together, he tolerated. Rest asked means tolerance. He tolerated one another. Okay, time will heal. Because it's very difficult to control our own self and mind. And imagine, you know, if a family and, you know, in-laws and bigger family, you are dealing with so many minds. And there will be friction. And that's the purification. That one develops tolerance, one develops that serving nature, serving attitude, one develops that caring nature, so many things he develops and he tolerated and over a period of time, then he understood, then, you know, then they stayed longer. So here we see this purple writing that, yes, the consequently the number of Varna Shankaras increased throughout the world under different names. Here we can, we know, so many in our relationship, we can see. 
which, which they don't want to take any responsibility. Neither for themselves, nor for the family, or for the children. So I'll stop here and uh, read the translation and we'll take any questions or comments. Sir. After this, King Puranjana, king of the Panchala country, in order to increase the descendant of his paternal family, married his sons with qualified wives and married his daughters with qualified husbands. Like to add anything, Mataji? Thank you very much. Um, well, just two thoughts. One, one is that uh, married life in Krishna consciousness is so important for the development of our future society. That you know, the, in Ireland, there's a saying that the, the person who rocks the cradle rules the world because uh, you know you're really ensuring that there will be peace in society if children are actually educated in Krishna consciousness. The second thing is, Prabhupada said that uh, the reason we have so many criminals in our prisons is that because most of these people in the prisons have been terribly neglected and abused as children. And I, I'm a big part of the ISKCON prison ministry, so I write lots of prisoners. And I've, had, uh, I've uh, worked at uh, gang rehab places, and 99.9% .9 of these poor people have parents who themselves are either on drugs or they're violent, and so they have had terrible abuses, you know, physical, emotional abuses, sexual abuse, and so they they don't know how to live. There's no model. So family life is really the basis of our future. If we're going to have a peaceful world, you know, we can't politics, and that's not going to change anything unless you start at the root, and that's really our families. Anyone want to add? Anyone want to add? Yeah. No. We have this seven Rasatala Patara subterranean planets. Yeah. There is a Planet 
Okay. Yes, sir. Um, you mentioned about the uh, symptoms of Kaliyuga in regards to uh, relationships, especially men and women. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, after all, the, the, the ladies who come, 
you know, even Indian ladies, you know, I, I'm in Potomac, it's all an Indian community. They come with this notion uh, that's been given to them that we are, um, you know, we to, serve, to serve means to be a slave and all that. And I like to think of a, a successful couple as together working on a project. You know, women are very uh, gifted in being assistants. It's kind of our, our skill. Men built something, women decorated, you know, that's our thing. But, but uh, if we get this idea that we're partners, you know, Prabhupada used to describe married life as being, you know, going on two tra on a train track, you know, you have uh, both of you are pulling the same, pulling for the same thing, but to work together. And that's the hope. And, and he, he probably said many times, you're not going to get these romantic ideas, and like in the Bhagavatam, where you have this. This you know glorious, beautiful uh, woman who is going to serve you like the goddess of fortune. Forget that idea. You know, women are not trained. Prabhupada said, women are not trained any longer in the West this way. Don't expect, don't expect that, and don't make that your focus. They're not going to beat you into submission so that you can be this romantic person. It's good enough if 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 at least you have a partner who is enthusiastic to spread Krishna consciousness and to do whatever required. Even if you're just making heroics and making flowers and whatever, assisting this mission, which is actually the weapon, Prophet said, of, of uh, Christian consciousness. Every activity in this con is part of this huge uh, weapon that is to kill Kaliba. So I, I think what, what is the hope is that if we work together, not just as husband and wife, but as a community, and not be focused on getting everybody to live up or measure up to a certain behavior, except for that they have a desire to serve and not expect husbands to be Ram, Raj, you know, and wives to be seated. Forget that idea. It's not that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Stop there. Thank you. 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 Thank